Greetings and salutations, Internet. Welcome to another episode of Who's Your Brother? I'm the older of the two brothers. My name's Christian. I'm the younger of the two brothers. My name is Evan. How you doing today, Evan? Hey, you know what? Um, I'll, I'll be real with you. Not super chill right now. Um, I'm laughing about it, but only because I find it hilarious and a little uh, bitingly ironic. Um... You, 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 my dear brother, were at the gathering um, recently. I was, I was just a um, just a few short weeks ago. It, it, it seems like only yesterday that I was being <laughs> sprayed with the fego and singing the murder songs and bitching about the heat. But you know what? Um, you had yourself a grand time. Um, but you did mention something that mm. I would like to touch on now. Uh, when you mentioned, uh, you know, you get older, your body can't exactly handle like like how it used to, you know. Right, of course, um, of course. You go from being made of rubber to being made of brittle sticks covered in paper mache. Yes. God, I miss those days of being made of rubber. That was so that was so awesome. It was so awesome. Uh, oh, but um, but speaking of being made of brittle sticks, um, so a little prerequisite to this uh, short little story, um. A little bit ago, my SO and I um, took a day trip to Chicago. We went with our friend Kay. Um, mm-hmm. We had a grand old time. It was great. You know, saw some shops, saw some sites. Um, did the usual, you know, sort of stuff you do in Chicago. You know, I, um, haven't, I haven't been to, like, really hang out in Chicago as an adult. Like, I went there as a... I remember going there as a kid, and I always remember this um, Al Capone animatronic thing we went to, and I loved it. I loved the fuck out of it. So, I mean, that sounds amazing. Um, but uh, I've never really gone to enjoy it as an adult. It's on my it's on my to do list, which is funny. You know, it's like right over there, <coughs> like what? Oh like yeah, hour and a half, two hours away, or something. Or is it three? I think, I think Chicago is a little closer to three. three. Um, okay. Cincinnati's about an hour and a half. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, um, but yeah, no. Uh, so we went on up, uh, went to Chicago again, had a great time. Um, and while I was there, bought myself a neat little junk board. Um, got it kind of fixed up, you know, got new wheels, new treads on it, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've been, you know, taking it out for rides um, around my complex here uh, where I live. There's a nice, you know, wide parking lot for me to do stuff in. Just, you know, cruise around, chillax. Um, but I totally As one does. shit on it today. Yeah. Um, completely bit it uh, really hard, actually. Um, Crash and burn. A little bit. Um, hit the ground. Hit, like, and uh, kind of messed up my elbow uh, mm. a little bit. And for all you out there, uh, I kind of did the Peter Griffin family guy bit. The, uh... Ah. Ah. <laughs> um and my elbow still kind of hurts a little bit and oh. it was just kind of it was just kind of funny to me thinking about like man i used to just take hits and just jumped just straight to my feet like oh oh wet hit down nope i'm good all good let's go let's keep going let's right. keep let's keep riding right now used to, i now used i hit to the be... ground and <laughs> right you need a minute it used to be yeah just, just a recoup yeah like I said, it used to be made of rubber. You're like one of them fucking bouncy balls, you know? Just bouncing off the fucking walls. Basically just little fucking gremlins, you know? Indestructible little fucking things. You get up, hell man, you can like scrape off half your fucking face and you cry about it for a second. You're like, all right, I guess I'm all right. Yeah, we're good. Right. I'll, I'll be fine. Uh, and even if it hurts for like a little bit, it's like, I'll be fine by like tomorrow, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, as you get older. Like, it's funny to me hearing you say that, because I'm thinking to myself, like, bro, you are way rubberer than I am right now. So, like, like your elbow hurting, like, I probably have fucking dislocated my entire fucking arm, man. Like, I, I'd have been out of commission at my fucking job. 
Like, ah, shit, well, there that goes. I, I needed that arm for the, the stuff that I do. Both jobs. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Uh, mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, see, I remember one time uh, <laughs> when I was living down in Virginia, I fucking bent down to pick up a cat toy and fucked up my back for three days. Oh, oh, oh man. The, I'm like, the what? agonies of aging. Yeah, what the fuck? How is that even a thing? Like, I bent down too fast. Like, seriously, that's what happened. Like, I was, like, standing. I, like, bent down really quick to pick it up and just, like, oh! And then I had to go lay down. And, like, my girlfriend came home and I was like, yeah, I, uh, I, I fucked up my back picking up the cat toy. So I'm not going to be getting up or doing much of anything for the rest of the evening. It's 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 a privilege to grow old, but you know there are caveats. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I, De- I will always say too. Definitely, come from a line of um, we we come with a, we come from a line of people messing up their whole bodies, you know. Because the old man, my God, that that dude had more injuries than I care to count. For God's sakes. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Sometimes I think we come from an extra rubbery line too, because like Grandpa lived to be like. 90 something, right? He was 91. Yeah. 91. Still mostly with it, wasn't he? Just about right up until the end. Yeah, yeah. Still mostly fucking with it. Like, ran a mile, like, or ran, like, uh, did a little jogging at least up and in, up into his 80s, maybe to 90. And uh, dad's been a fucking firefighter, and yeah, he's gone. He's had all sorts of fucking injuries. I've watched him fall out of trees and almost cut his fucking finger off, and there he is. Yeah, He's had like, two surgeries at this point, for God's sakes. Two? I'm pretty sure he's had more than that. You know, it has been more. Yeah, you're right. It's just the two that I'm thinking of recently, but yeah, he's had more yeah, than Recently, two. yeah, yeah. No, he's been having surgery on that fucking knee for years. But again, the joys of fucking modern medicine and shit, like... That my foot getting fucked up, man. Like, if this was in the past, I'd be like, oh, just leave him out in the pasture. He's dead now. Or, like, here, bite down on the stick while we try to saw through your leg. Don't die of shock. Right? Like, oh, I think I'm going to die of shock. We told you not to do that, goddammit. What are you I, doing? I'm putting in a, my best effort not to die of shock, but what is happening now is very shocking. You know what I'm hearing from you right now? Where, where, where? That's all I'm hearing. <laughs> Okay, okay, but but hear me out. You are sawing through my leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just throw them on, just throw them on the pile with all the other people whose legs I sawed through today. I'm still alive, not for long. Ah, uh, hey, Ted. Hey. <laughs> uh, so so yeah. Again, thanks to modern medicine, like <laughs> idiots like Dad and I can survive, and uh, <laughs> hopefully your elbow isn't like doesn't have any long-term effects hopefully you're still again rubbery enough that like it just heals but yeah sometimes <laughs> you fuck up a thing you know your elbow your knee your shoulder and then it's like well that just hurts forever now uh i i'm like knocking furiously on my desk i sure as hell hope not and you know i i did like you know a, i'm not a doctor or nothing but you know like if you feel around what like you know what I've been telling people that your name is Dr. Evan for years now, and ah, ah, oh, the egg on my face. Please please continue, not Dr. Evan. (laughs) 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 Where where did you get your PhD in love? What school did you go to for that? Who's giving out PhDs in love? Is it Brigham Young University? (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. On the dark web. uh no but yeah i you, you give it a few like you know ginger squeezes 
and it's it doesn't hurt to like it like there's no area where like i push down and it's like oh that's agony but like i you know the range of movement is a little more limited it's a little stiffer you know i i think it's just some swelling like you know that hopefully i'll, I'll take some ibuprofen or some shit and i'll be fine you know? right yeah Again, you're probably young enough that you should be able to recover from it rather quickly. <laughs> I got my fingers crossed for your little brother that you were not, like, 15 years from now, like, oh, yeah, that time I crashed on my skateboard really fucked up my elbow. Yeah, no, my elbow's just destroyed forever now. Yeah, that's, uh, shit. <laughs> I doubt it. Like, hopefully you got a couple more years before you destroy something forever. I accidentally destroyed something forever. But, eh, way she goes. You, you, learn, to li- you learn to limp along. <laughs> uh see i also want to i also want to say to all of our listening audience out there um i couldn't bitch about a goddamn thing as a kid because of my brother because every time i'd be like man i want this you know what i'd get met with yeah and i want five toes left variety it ain't fucking it ain't fucking happening oh yeah he'd that... sit there like damn it well fuck he's right <laughs> right shit <laughs> yeah no i uh i have friends and family who are who were terribly annoyed with me because that was my go-to response. Like, oh man, I want this. Like, yeah, I want five left toes. Disappointments for everybody. It was basically my way of saying like, ain't nobody getting what they want right now. You know, I just please deal with being unhappy. All right. Like I'm over here. My foot hurts. All right. Constantly. <laughs> I think my favorite response to that though, one time was my buddy. Uh, he like, he hurt his foot somehow. And he was like, ah, my foot hurts. And I was like, oh, your foot hurts. Oh, your foot hurts. <laughs> and he like, he'd been hearing this for years. Cause like anytime somebody was like, oh, I stubbed my toe. I was like, oh, I wish I had toes to stub. You know, like, oh, my foot hurts. Like, oh, you've got foot pain. Let me tell you about foot pain, motherfucker. And so like, I did this for years. And like, after years and years of hearing me go, oh, you've got foot pain. He finally like just slams his hands down and points at me. He goes, you don't own all the foot pain in the world, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> other people are allowed to have foot pain like i i guess that's true but like generally mine's worse i'm just saying. <laughs> i'm just, just throwing it out there that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, i'm a i'm a i'm a total dick about uh, being being an amputee but like I mean, shit, my dad calls me Hoppy. And uh, <laughs> one time when I was riding with a buddy of mine, I think I've told this story before, but uh, he almost went through a stop sign that was a two-way stop. He thought it was a four-way stop and almost got his T-bone, but missed. And I was like, hey, man, try not to kill me. And he goes, yeah, I know. You've already got one foot in the grave. <laughs> Great fucking joke. Excellent fucking timing. Oh, man. I, want, yeah, I wonder if he had just been holding on to it for a while. Like, oh, oh man, at some point I'm going to have to break yeah. that out. But, like, I've got to wait for the right fucking time. And I wonder if he, like, heard that in, like, a choir of angels were like, ah. And he's like, now's the time. He's got it. This is it. Right. I know. You've already got one foot in the grave. But, um, <laughs> just the, like, the very slow, like, fist clench, like, yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I had to give him props on that one. Like, ah, oh, you son of a bitch, I love it. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you gotta have a sense of humor, you know, about about these sorts of things. Absolutely, that's why I tell the piranha story. <laughs> uh, would Would you care to regale the the listening audience with the piranha story? Sure, I'll tell the piranha story. So normally, when I meet somebody, you know, and uh, they find out, and I'm an amputee. Uh, if I feel like, you know, taking them for a ride, I tell the story of uh, how I lost my foot to piranhas. You know, that's usually what I say. Like, they'll be like, oh, what happened to your foot? And I'll be like, oh, piranhas. And they usually all give it like the same look like, what? And I'll be like, yeah, you know, piranhas, the little fish that eat meat. 
They're like, I know what piranhas are. I'm like, how did you lose your foot to piranhas? And I'm like, well, you know, it's not like they ate the whole thing. They just took a couple bites out of it, and I got a really bad infection. And uh, they're like, what? How, how do piranhas get your foot? Like, well, see, I was down in the Amazon <laughs> working as an intern for, for the Discovery Channel. And uh, if they were like, how, you know, how'd you get a you know, job at the Discovery Channel? I would tell them that uh, my aunt, our aunt, uh, writes soap operas, which is actually a true thing. You can look up. That's very our, true, yeah. Yeah, you can Google her name with, you know, my last name, you know, our last name. And she will come up and it'll be like, yeah, this is an Emmy award winning writer for fucking soap operas. And they'll be like, oh, shit. So, like, that adds some, like, you know, realness to the story. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, I always wanted to, you know, make it in Hollywood and shit. So I talked to her and she got me this job as an intern, you know, to help, you know, get my foot in the door, so to speak. Ha 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 ha. And, you know, make some connections, this, that and the other. Uh, so, yeah, I got this job and it was really cool. We were in the Amazon. We were filming Boto, which are freshwater dolphin, which is also an actual fucking thing that you can Google and is a real thing because I made sure to have something like, what were we, what were we focusing on? Boto. We were focusing on Boto, which are freshwater dolphin. <laughs> but uh, either way, I, uh, say, I'll tell them, you know, oh, and then something fell into the water and, uh, like, you know, so, some little piece of equipment, but it's, it's uh, in a plastic bag and it's floating. Like, you know, we've got it set up like that. But they make me go in to get it because you know, I'm lowest on the fucking totem pole. And uh, I make the mistake of taking off my shoes and socks. And I swim to get it. And then as I'm swimming back, I accidentally swim through a pack of piranhas while they're already in a feeding frenzy. And they mistake my foot for food. And it's just like three quick bites. It feels three quick pricks. Like I barely noticed it happened. I thought maybe I'd scrape my foot on a rock. But then I get out there and there are chunks missing from my foot. And the problem isn't that they eat part of your foot. The problem is you are in the middle of the Amazon and it takes three days to get to a good hospital. And then by then you've got the infection and goodbye toes. Uh, so very quickly, um, again, listening audience, I need you to know something right now. You know, you're just you're kind of you're hearing the story and you're thinking to yourself, oh, whatever. I wouldn't believe this. You need to understand something. My brother, my very dear brother, who I who I who I love who I love a gr- a great deal. I really do. He is one of the most convincing people you will ever meet. He will boldface lie to you, just look <laughs> you in the eyes and tell you a lie, and you will believe every second of it. I'm pretty convincing, man. I should have been he, an actor. <laughs> it's it's frightening how convincing this man is. Here's a quick little aside story for you. So. Uh, I, when I graduated from high school, had a graduation open house, as many people do, at the house. Um, you had stepped outside, I think for like a smoke or something. So, some, you, were, you were outside for whatever reason. Right. And you were there. Uh, my buddy pulls up, my buddy Mike pulls up, and is, you know, like you're standing there, and he's like, uh, hey, uh, is this, uh, is this, you know, uh, is this Evan's uh, open house? You look him dead in the eyes, and with, a, with the flattest expression possible, go, no, it's his funeral. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. And starts to back out. <laughs> oh, man, I kind of remember this now. <laughs> you just, you, you bastard. <laughs> oh, man, like, what, what can I say, man? Like, I, I, in, in situations like that, you know, I get like a smart ass, you know, just like, nah, man, it's a funeral. Nope, it's his funeral. Yes. You say, you, but this, you say shit with such confidence and just like, like so much of just like, yes, I absolutely know what I'm talking about kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, no, I've definitely got that uh, unearned sense of confidence. Like, 
I don't know. You used to be, you know, like, like I said, being an actor, you gotta, like, you know, say things with confidence. Like, believe the role that you were fucking playing. And I don't know. I, I feel like I was really good at that, getting into that mindset. <laughs> and so, like, I, I could slip into it real easily. I don't know. I always found it real easy. <laughs> Which is why I always find it funny, you know, when motherfuckers uh, talk about method acting. Like, uh, I don't need to, like, get into, you know, like, the headset by doing shit for weeks. Like, I need, to tell, I need you to tell me who this character is, and then I'm them. Like, okay, this is who they are, and now that's me. So, yeah. So, being able to, like, say something with confidence, like, yes, I absolutely fucking believe this. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a funny skill, and it definitely leads to some people not getting some sarcasm. Oh, man. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it is a gift, and you are certainly a giver. Yeah. I should have been an actor, even though I'd be on strike now. <laughs> that is hey that is true there we go let's so let so let's talk about this one because i feel like we need to because it's really really big news huge fucking um, news we we have we have on our so okay the writer strike has technically been going on since i think like may at this point i think it kicked off in may was um, it May? i thought it'd been going on a lot longer let, let me let me double check but either way it, it's been going on for a couple months now yeah, for, for a good chunk of time now. Um, and, you know, as many of these things do, started off fairly small, but it gained it gained a lot of traction, and it still has, like, a lot of traction. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of support. And doubling over on this, um, the, like, Actors Guild. I don't remember, like, the full acronym, but... Uh, um, SAG-AFTRA. Thank you. Um, that one um has officially like stepped up and they have joined in the the writers for very similar reasons um i i so i saw a story about this about like apparently like a good chunk of the actresses for orange is the new black you know mm. very oh popular yeah yeah, TV, yeah you know um you know wildly popular they got paid like basically fucking peanuts right for like 30, for 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 their work for being the face of this show they got paid damn near nothing 37 cents in some cases yeah yeah we, like when i say peanuts i'm talking like you couldn't afford a peanut with what they were making right yeah you you would have better value out of actual fucking peanuts yeah yeah Fuck. no shit yeah no so so this is like uh like the first like big time strike like this i think in like over 60 years where like both of them have gone on strike and mm. It's a, there's a long list of demands because the nature of the business has changed um, with, you know, streaming being a, a more dominating uh, way of produ production of content now and uh, the contracts still being basically built around uh, like network TV with maybe like some cable addendums into it. But yeah, the, the contracts don't work out well. The studios are making out like insane fucking fat cats like the executives at like the major studios are making tens of millions. And in some cases, hundreds of fucking millions of dollars while all claiming poverty, like sitting there, like with their pockets turned out, like I'm so poor. We don't have the money to pay the writers. Meanwhile, the writers and the actors, and you gotta think like there are thousands of members, you know, to these unions and, um, you know, they're not all, uh, Tom Cruise or fucking, um, who else is popular nowadays? Killian Scarlett Murphy, Johansson? Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Hell yeah! I was trying to think of an actress. Thank you. My brain yeah. is fucking up on me. But yeah, like most of these motherfuckers are, you know, like the people in the background or that dude you saw in two shows last year, you know. And 
they're not getting residuals like they used to or at all in some fucking cases. And now the studios basically just want to buy their likeness once and own it forever. And they want to like gigify the writers. It's, it's all bullshit. It's, it's all to fucking get more money into the hands of people who have fuck tons of fucking money already. It's making the wealthy wealthier while they all scream poverty. While people in actual fucking poverty suffer, and they know they're fucking suffering. <sighs> Fuck, it's it's horseshit. Yeah, no, it's, I am I'm a thousand percent with you. So, I, and the, one of the other big issues that is definitely coming up, kind of uh, you touched on it briefly, but I want to really hammer it home because this does this is actually something that, as being the field that I want to go into, it's going to affect me. You know, just buying the actor's likeness once and then using it over and over again without giving them shit. You know that we. Like, you know, it's it's touching on the idea of AI, which is really starting to become prevalent inside not just writing spaces, but acting spaces as well. Mm -hmm. You know, again, like you said, so, you know, studios and network execs are kind of sitting there thinking, you know, why would I hire a team of writers when, when, you know, I can just set this one program and it'll do all the writing for me. And, you know, and that's that's not just, you know, limited to, you know, the, like writing to the screen, <laughs> writing to like, you know, books and literature and shit, you know, that that's going to affect me, too. You mm-hmm. know, so I am I'm a thousand percent on board with, you know, with with this sort of thing of like, no, please don't do that. You need real people writing real shit because, you know, humans and all that crap. One hundred percent. Like the best writing comes from either one of two places, a experience or. Or B, thievery. Like the the best writers just fucking steal. You know, they, they don't get inspired by other people. They just like, oh, this is a good story, so I'm just gonna steal it and rewrite the name of the characters and then add my own experiences to it. It's, it's how some of the best fucking go. But either way, uh, all the the computer can do is the stealing part. You know, and it's not even like <laughs> stealing it correctly. It's it's reformatting it and. It's a it's a data analyzer, you know. It's it's not really an intelligence. They they keep marketing it as an intelligence, and it's not. It uh it it has formulas, you know, that it follows. It's not coming up with unique ideas yet. It sees what has been and tries to reconstruct those things. Like, okay, I took these pieces, and it this should make sense, right? This is what you want, right? Basically, is and it's not even like good all the time. Like some website published a Star Wars article that was written by AI that was like, had completely wrong fucking facts, and they just published it on their fucking website. The shit's not good right now. Now, the problem is, like, they'll keep fine-tuning it, and eventually it might be able to, like, shit out a passable thing, but, like, I don't know, it'll be hollow and empty inside, which I guess producers don't mind because they like hollow and empty. Like, that's why we get so many fucking sequels and reboots and remakes because they know those are cash cows. That's all they're concerned about is making money. And they see all of this AI as being able to replace those pesky people that they have to give some of the money to. And if they don't have to give those pesky people some of the money, well, then they get to keep the money. Even though they already have lots of money, they need more of the fucking money. (sighs) Well, that's the thing, too. That's because that, that's something that I was, I've even been talking about with my SO, especially, you know, with my own writing and my own, you know, sort of ideas and what I want to pitch, is that, you know, like you said, AI doesn't produce, like, you know, original things. It produ- you know, it scans what is popular and what works and tries to recreate that to the best of its abilities. And even like you said, even if they fine-tune it and even if they create it, I still don't think it'll be good because it will have the same problem 
that I have with all these sequels, all these reboots, all these continuing franchise universe, whatever bullshit things, it doesn't come from a place of wanting to actually make the thing. It doesn't come from a place of like, I had a vision, I had an idea, I had something that I wanted I had, to make. I had love for this property. Exactly. I, I had love do you know, and do you know why Sam Do you know why Sam Raimi's Spider first two Spider-Man movies are amazing? Because he loved Spider-Man as a kid and he understood, he loved those villains too. He loved the Green Goblin and Doc Ock. Three gets a little weird because he has no idea who Venom is. And he wanted, to like, he wanted to make it about Sandman, but they also needed to tell the Harry story because they were like, oh, we've been building up to this, so we've got to do it. So that's why 3 turns out a little convoluted, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, 3's a little bass-ackwards, but, yeah. you know. Well, also dancing, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bully Maguire, just, uh... <laughs> this is such a great meme, though. Great fucking meme. And, ah, uh, man, got him back as Spider-Man for No Way Home. But see, that's the thing, like, they got me. They, they made, you know, like, nostalgia... They made a nostalgia movie, and they were like, hey, do you want to see this? And I was like, of course I do. Take my fucking money. And AI could do that. AI could make a nostalgia movie, and that's I think that's what producers see. They're like, they're like, yeah, yeah, we, we keep fine-tuning this, and eventually like, we'll be like, hey, make a movie where you know, fucking the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meet the Ghostbusters, because we own both those properties or some shit. I mean, look, they or, or, or they'll do some shit. Batman. Yeah, or they'll do some shit like, hey, you know, make it in the style of uh, fucking make that in the style of Wes Anderson. And throw in a RoboCop fucking cameo at the end. Yeah. No, and and but they're but they're and, and then they hire an actual human to touch it up and maybe make it actually passable at a much lower fucking rate. That's that's their dream. That's their dream. It's also their dream. Um, Charisma Carpenter, who played. Um, Cordelia Chase on Buffy and Angel. Uh, yeah. She posted some shit. She got uh, a letter about an audition she was trying to do, and they're trying to replace, like, the casting people with AI, too. They're like, you'll send the, this video into this AI program, and it'll process it for us. Like, they're, they're trying to remove, like I said, all the, as many of the little people as they can, because apparently they have not squeezed enough fucking dollars out of this million, billion dollar fucking business. They, they just need to get rid of all these fucking little people. And then it's just them and the fucking stars, I guess. That's that's their dream. Like, getting rid of all the fucking little people and having, like, probably three dozen stars that they work with who they interchange. And maybe not even that. Maybe they'll just scan them, too. <laughs> that That's their fucking dream. I mean, you know what? I have no doubt, honestly, that one day they'll probably fucking do that. We'll just have a studio that's like, well, we already... We uh, figured out a way that we own all this shit, you know, something that was in the public domain. You know, if you've been dead long enough, is your is your face public domain now? That's probably a thing, right? It's entirely possible. Right. So that that's what they'll fucking do. Oh, good God. But yeah, no, eventually some studio will probably just produce like AI produce fucking things. But in light of this, though, uh, do you know the studio A24? They make a lot of horror movies. Yeah, trying to wait Yeah, they signed the fucking deal with SAG-AFTRA, and they're still making shit. I mean, good for them, honestly. Yeah. Fuck yeah. See, they came to the table. They said everything that the fucking writers and the actors wanted was reasonable. They signed their contracts, and they get to keep making movies. And I hope they do extremely well. I hope that, like, some big-name actors are like, you know what, I'm going to fucking work with this little studio for, like, uh, 1% of my normal pay, you know, j just as a fuck you to the fucking big studios. I, I hope that's what fucking happens, you know? I hope the Scarlett Johansons and the fucking Tom Cruises and the whoever's go over there and just do, just do like, little movies for them for, like, the next few months. 
Because the studios, they, they, did you see the fucking quote where they want to starve the people? Oh, yeah, I know. I saw that shit. Yeah. Saw, with, that, saw that shit with my own two damn eyes. Yeah. They said that with their mouths where people could hear them, where it would be reprinted. They threatened them like, hey, we're going to, we're going to wait you the fuck out until you're homeless and starving and you'll come to the table then. You'll do what we want then. And like. That was before the actors went on strike, and like a couple people that you know I listened to, or you know some podcasts I listened to, had, had theorized that that was kind of an across the bow shot at the actors too. You know, like hey, don't go on strike, like we'll, we'll, we'll starve you out too. And the actors were like, oh hey, fuck us, hey no no, no fuck you. Oh, uh, I I do know. So you know, again, in the in as much as I'm trying to keep up with this possible, apparently like Hollywood as of right now has just come to a screeching halt. Yeah. Like, yeah, like just just one hundred percent. You know what? Honestly, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking here for it. Yeah, the stars, like, the, the stars walked out of the uh, <clears throat> the Oppenheimer premiere. Because, yeah, I heard about that. <clears throat> because the strike uh, went into effect. Like they walked the red carpet, the strike went into effect. They left. Christopher Nolan apparently like announced it. He's like, hey, the stars are leaving because the strike's in effect. And um, oh, some Disney movie premiered, but. Uh, <clears throat> you know the strike had happened I, don't, I can't even remember what it was but uh, <laughs> you know, none of the actors could be there so they had somebody like in a Mickey Mouse costume was there you know doing a whole, doing a whole bit or whatever and so like it was uh, a thing you know oh fuck Mickey Mouse is a scab <laughs> well South Park already knew that one of course of fucking course man he's, <laughs> he, he's not a scab he's like the soul of the business so yeah like, he's definitely on the money side <laughs> that little motherfucker got copyright laws changed. Did you know that? Have I talked? Yeah, to, no, I, I heard about that shit. I think I might have even rambled about that on this before. But uh, uh, you know, you might have, but just real quick, like quick, like, like uh, quick like, refresher. Like, yeah, as one, Cliff, yeah, one minute refresher. Go. Cliff notes. Uh, so, uh, Walt Disney created Mickey Mouse, and eventually, after you create something, you know, you get to own it for like a limited amount of time. And then after that time expires, it goes into the public domain. Public domain is where anybody can use it and nobody can sue them. Disney got famous using public domain characters like Cinderella and Snow White and all that shit. Uh, but then when it was time for Mickey Mouse to enter the public domain, uh, Disney was like, what if no? And so they got the copyright laws changed and now they still own Mickey Mouse. And uh, like nothing really goes into the public domain anymore, which is bullshit. Unless, you know, like somebody just like, forgets about it like winnie the pooh recently entered the public domain but like the original incarnation of winnie the pooh there was some specifics about it but either way so like mickey mouse is still not in the public domain and because of that like nothing really enters the public domain that should have like i i want to say like the original law was like 70 or 90 years or something but yeah now it's basically as long as somebody like pays to own it they get to keep owning it yeah. So so nothing Rich. gets to go. So nothing gets to go in the public domain anymore, which is bullshit, you know, because it'll it uh, it keeps creative people from having access to characters like Disney did. You know, they took a created character and made some great fucking shit with it. And you know, other people should have the opportunity to use the characters that they've created because you know they've long since run their course with them. But either way, so that's how Disney changed uh, yeah. the laws. Anyway. Yeah, and uh, you know what? No, like. <laughs> <laughs> all right fuck it here we go this is the episode where we rip on disney for a while so i'm gonna rip on disney a little bit more here we fucking go let's stack on top of it because you you said something 
that ticked something in my brain. Uh -huh. um, you were like, yeah, Mickey Mouse is like, you know, the face of the money, basically. And I'm like, yeah, he is. And also Disney, Disney in particular is at like the center to me. They like they are the, <sighs> they are the center of the shit pie mm -hmm. for cashing in on people's nostalgia. And if like if if it came out that Disney was like, yeah, we're like we're the biggest proponents of, you know, AI generated shit, I would not be shocked because like the like the last like too many movies have all just been live action remakes of their animated movies, which is already something where I'm like, that is like even when I first heard of them doing this, I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Why in God's green earth? where I want to watch an inferior version of something I can already watch. See, it sounded interesting to me at first, you know, but I suppose like, I don't like the, the live action remakes. I like when like some other studio does like a dark remake of, you know, Cinderella or Snow White or whatever the fuck. Well, I mean, different, like different interpretations. I'm totally open to, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm totally cool with, you know, taking like you said, a pre-existing character or something like that. And, you know, to putting a different spin on it i'm like all right yeah no that's that's that sounds cool you know I'm, I'm into that idea but it's when you tell essentially the exact same story but we change like one or two things that i sit there and i go but fucking why also i'm gonna th i'm gonna throw this one out there and i'm gonna throw shade at a lot of people now for like one second um live action remakes of anything animated is i'm like i'm automatically not interested Netflix is doing a live action last airbender show and a lot of people are like oh yeah no like I think it sounds pretty cool they'll, they'll make up for Shyamalan and I'm like dude I don't care the Shyamalan one was bad yes but Shyamalan didn't know what the fuck he was doing first of all and second of all something like Avatar the last airbender belongs in animation it needs that fantastical element that only animation can do and to me, when you take something animated, whether it's a movie, whether it's a show, whatever the fuck it is, if you take something animated and make it live action, you are intrinsically just taking away from from the from the artistry of it to me. And all it does, especially when people like support it in droves, it takes away from animation as a whole and, and devalues it in my eyes, even though animation, I think, should be taken as seriously as any live action piece. Absolutely. Animation. uh produces some amazing films uh yeah no doubt about that um but yeah no i, I hear what you're saying though too that there's definitely an element to like an animated movie that i don't know it's, it's by going into the unrealistic you know like it, it's its whole other it, it feels like you know like a whole other world and whatnot and uh, trying to drag it into the real world is kind of the antithesis of like what the original was i guess yeah, no, absolutely. I I stand by this statement, and I've had a lot of people spit me on it, and I'm like, that's fine, but on this hill I will die. Anything live action, you can make animated. Anything, it, like, but you cannot make anything animated into live action. That's fair. That's absolutely fucking fair, yeah. No, not everything needs to be turned into live action, yeah. I've kind of... I, I saw a couple of the, the Disney live action ones. I, can't, I think I watched... I think I watched the Lion King one, and I was just like terribly unimpressed. Like, what the fuck is this? It's like, so soulless. It's so soulless. Yeah, the fucking yeah, the expressions on the animals' faces in the animated one is like half of what makes it like Simba like looking terrified and shit. You know, Scar looking evil and snide and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So yeah, mm. and and they keep like I hear they're making a live action Bambi. Am I right about that one? No, that I I think I definitely heard the same thing, and I'm like y'all. You already fucked it up with one set of animals. Why are we doing it with this? So, okay, and you know what? I'll actually admit, when I heard they were doing, like, a live-action Lion King, my initial thought, you know, way back when, when I was young and naive and very, very stupid, I thought they would do something like, oh, God, why can't I think? Uh, Julie Taymor. Um, she uh, did, like, you know, the musical uh, for Lion King. And she did, like, you know, some really cool costumes, like, you know, some neat, like, ideas, like, the concepts of the animals and stuff. Oh, right, and I right. thought that's what they, I thought that's what they would do. I thought it'd be, like, you know, something unique and something interesting. Maybe they'd even do just, like, you know, regular people, you know? Yeah, it'd just be Hamlet at that point. But still, you know, it'd be interesting and be unique. But then I was like, no, it's just all CG animals and CG backgrounds. <coughs> which, they, and... which they called live action. Like, that That wasn't live action. But yeah, no. no, this is still animated. Wait yeah. a second. Yeah, no, there's there's a Bambi movie, a live action Bambi movie coming out. It was announced last week. <laughs> Existence is pain. Right, yeah. But yeah, no, that's all they're doing. So yeah, no, I can absolutely rounding back to our original point, like, yeah, they can absolutely just make an AI, like, hey, rewrite this. Add a new song. Because that's a lot of what they do. Like, you know, <laughs> do this, you know, just change this a little bit. So yeah, no. <laughs> I am not surprised that, uh, as I said, that producers are fans of AI because they are soulless machines themselves. <clears throat> so they see, <clears throat> so they see the soulless creation machine, like as the yin to their yang. You know, like it, it completes them. Like, oh my god, like I want to generate useless crap, and you'll generate useless crap. I love you. This is this is this is. The more I think about it, this is a match made in fucking hell. Like, of course. Of course this is what they're going to fucking do. Kill you? I don't want to kill you. No, no. You complete me. Whack. (laughs) Fucking whack. That's what it is. Oh, my God, man. Ah, man. But there are... uh, There are... There's, the actors are on strike. Uh, I've been seeing them, you know, on the picket lines. Fran Drescher made uh, a real impassioned speech. Good for her. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> did you see the Ron Perlman video? No, I don't think I did. Oh, oh, man. Uh, so after uh, Dude made the comment about people losing their houses and all that, Ron Perlman put out uh, a video, you know, that he's talking about. He's like, there's a lot of ways... For people to lose their houses, you know, uh, some some of it's karma, some of it's finding out where these motherfuckers live, and we know where they fucking live. You want people to lose their? He's basically, you know, just like threatening this dude and shit. Like, <laughs> like I know where you fucking live, motherfucker. I'll come to your house. <laughs> hey, I'm Ron Perlman. Right? Like, like oh, he thinks he's Clay from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> I have no idea how, like, honestly tough Ron Perlman is. I know he plays a lot of tough guys. He was fucking Hellboy. That's true. So, like, I know that. Like, But I feel like it's like... It, he he looks like he's probably actually tough, though, right? I don't fucking know. But it'd yeah, be a, he looks good. But he's an old man fighting an old man, right? That's what it'd end up being. So, whatever. I'm for it. <laughs> Go to that motherfucker's house. 
uh, for legal reasons. Right. I, we 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 have to say it here at Hoosier Brother, we do not need we do not endorse the violence against people. We for legally legally we have to say that. However, we do not. Yeah, one hundred percent. We legally do not endorse violence against people. Uh, otherwise, though, you know, people do have addresses. No, no, no. Those are public information. You can you can Google that shit and get it. Honestly, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. you know, Google Google is a Google is a free resource that uh, that anyone can use and uh, people. You know, will, yeah, people will do whatever. Yeah, be, 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 people people are gonna do what people are gonna do. We yeah. do not we do not endorse violence here, but people are gonna do whatever whatever it is they do. We do not endorse violence. But when you are backing motherfuckers into corners and like cutting their pay those residuals are fucking ridiculous man no, i was insane i was uh listening to a story of this dude he was like yeah my grandparents were were uh background actors in the 90s like if you saw an old black couple in a movie or on a tv show that might have been my grandparents like they they did that for a living and like they were able to survive off of that like being back uh, regular background actors because they got regular work you know three or four things and then when the shit got resold they got paid off of that you know Enough to get insurance and fucking afford shit. And yeah, now Netflix doesn't let motherfuckers know like how many people are watching their shows. They're real fucking secretive with that shit. They don't want anybody to know. Like It's so weird too. <clears throat> like why you would hide your metrics like that. Well, there's one of two reasons. Either A, they don't want to pay people what they're actually worth. Or B, they're not actually as popular um, as they say they are. Like... People aren't actually watching the shows. They're they're getting a subscription and then forgetting to cancel it. Like, so nobody's like they've got one or two popular shows, but like, and they've got these great review shows. You know, like all the critics loved it and shit, and it was highly rated. But like, maybe nobody's watching it, so like they don't want you to know that. But they're like, hey, everybody fucking loved it. Look, look at all these nice things they fucking said about it. And then also, you know, if they get to fucking uh, shelve it, they get to apparently write it off on their taxes. It's a fucking good write-off, which feels like fucking bullshit. God damn, dude. So, uh, hey, so, I, so took, I, took the, I took this thing that you created, and I got rid of it forever, and I got money for it. Like, wait, what? What? How did you... What? You threw away my thing and got paid for it? Fuck you. How is, how is that the system we came up with? How were we like, yep. Yep, that's how things should work. Oh my god, two two of my SOs like favorite shows. I have that hap- that ha- that happened to that happened to them. Um, one of them was Dead End, um, which I think was a Netflix show. That yeah, Netflix just straight up just fucking canned it, like basically out of nowhere. They didn't get to finish the show. The show was incomplete. I think it was only like two seasons, mm. and it got just shit canned. And like you said, tax write off, got money for it. And the other one, and I started watching this one, and it was really really fucking good. Um, was Infinity Train. Like, that shit was so goddamn good. Like, I remember watching that and thinking, holy shit, I can't wait to watch more of this. I think I finished the first season, which was fucking excellent. And then, I, you know, I didn't watch, you know, the show for a while. I was, you know, busy with other things. And I was like, all right, I'm ready to come back. Next thing I know, I see, a, like, a story drop of, like, oh, yeah, Infinity Train's gone forever. We, we, we canned it. We threw it away. We destroyed it. Goodbye. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's, um... It's it's a nightmare here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, what 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 sort of fucking bullshit is this? Like, <sighs> I hate that that's how it fucking works for them. You know that they can just uh, have the control over somebody else's creative thing. Like, if they don't want it, you know, shouldn't they just shouldn't it just revert back to the person? Then, like, hey, we don't want this anymore. Like, but no, because because they can do the fucking tax write off. 
Like it shouldn't be set up to reward them for shit canning somebody else's fucking work. Creativity. Like I thought, I thought people hated fucking censorship. Isn't that what this is? Like, oh no, this is a fucking private business doing with its assets what it will. Like, ah, it's fucking horseshit though, man. Like, uh, it makes a motherfucker like yearn for the days of Napster and shit like that. Like, yeah, we'll just, we'll just download these things. Well, that's the really funny thing too, is that like. So you might actually remember this. I remember I was reading about this, about like how we've just come full fucking circle on this. You know, back in the day, you know, it was just regular, you know, cable, whatever. You know, you had whatever channels you had for, you know, basic cable. Right. And then, the, you know, uh, when I was when I was a kid, there were two packages on TV. There was regular TV, and then there was cable. That was it. Like cable came with just like thirty to forty extra channels. That was it. Like you had six or seven regular channels, maybe. I think I think there were like three major channels and like some of the other channels for a while were like this one plays religion all day and this one plays like the shopping network and this one's just <laughs> like this is like Spanish TV trying to come in on this station. Those were your regular stations and then 30 to 40 extra cable channels like I think MTV was one of them. I think there might have been like one news network, maybe CNN, maybe C-SPAN, like one singular C-SPAN. I'm not even sure there was a sports network at the time. I don't know, man. The, the early days of cable were fucking wild, you know. Oh, but it was well, a law, lawless fucking place, <laughs> and they had to and they had to fucking uh, change the how their deals worked for that too, because that's when their a lot of their shows started getting uh, picked up, you know, for reruns. Because that's a lot of what a lot of cable networks did was they they got reruns. They were like, well, like, hey, we can play this show for like real cheap, and then all that money went to residuals for somebody. Yeah, well, uh, and, well, because that's the thing. Basic cable, you know, all that, all that jazz happened. You know, you had, you had the cable package, but then shit like you know HBO and like Showtime and all those things started coming around. Premium, you know? the first premium channels. Yeah, you know, premium channels started coming around and be like, we will sell you, you know, special like channels, special things that you can do. You know, you, you buy this channel and you can get the adult content. Like we will play up to an R-rated movie on this on this show, on this network, because for a long time, like. It was about fines, you know, like uh, if you say, you know, cuss words or whatever, like you have to pay this fine or whatever. Uh, and then these premium channels set up the deal like, hey, well, like we want we want to say that stuff like when, when, when stuff started getting more lax, you know, because <laughs> there was like there was a while there was a time when it was like crazy for uh, who was it? Lucy to be pregnant on TV. Like, oh, we can't have a pregnant lady on TV. Like, why not? People get pregnant all the fucking time. <laughs> But that was seen as crazy. And now, of course, you know, TV is what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, as the rules started getting more and more lax, you know, that's when you see the expansion. Like, like okay, like network TV has, has standards, you know. You don't, you don't do the cussing or the sex or any of that stuff on network TV. But on cable, you, you're paying. So you can be a little more raunchy. But not too raunchy, you know. You can get <laughs> PG-13, you know, or TV-14, as it would be called. And then, of course, premium came out. And it's like, yeah, okay, you, you can go R here. But only after 8 p.m. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so I think people like figured out a way to like splice into like their like their like their cable boxes and shit or like the like the power lines or whatever. Yeah. And start, like you know siphoning off these channels and getting them for free. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know. Oh, uh, here, here's here's a fun fact. Uh, yeah. We had cable at Dad's house when uh, I was like in high school or whatever, and uh, yeah. I was mowing lawns with him one summer. And I see this metal thing, 
in a yard. So I stopped to pick it up so I don't run it over. And I realized, like, oh, it looks like it plugs into a TV. And so uh, I take it home, and I unscrew the cable, and I plug it in, and I flip it through the channels, and I realize it decodes Cinemax. Because <laughs> that's how it worked. Like, in the old days, like, you would go to a channel, and if you didn't have it, it would just be static, you know? But yeah, so I plug this thing in, and it turned the static from Cinemax into Cinemax. So we got Cinemax without paying for it. And I was like, holy shit! Oh... So that, that's how shit used to work back in the day. You used to just like literally have to hook up to your cords and it could, you could steal shit. So yeah. And motherfuckers yeah. would splice into their neighbors fucking like cable boxes and steal their cable and shit. Yeah. Early pirating. That's what it used to look like, kids. Mm-hmm. 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 It was, it was a more physical hands-on thing. Yeah. But <laughs> um... now it's all digital. Well, that's the thing. You know, that, that started happening. Corporations started getting pissed. Then for like, you know. Uh, then you know time passes um people start buying more and more packages start coming along people get more and more pissed about it and then streaming comes along first streaming service because i remember i was i was like old enough that i still remember i remember when netflix first hit the scene and people lost their fucking minds for like eight bucks a month you got literally everything well and when i say everything i mean like fucking everything was on netflix back in the day yeah you got to remember too uh it started out because the way it started out was it was a DVD rental service that would just come straight to your house. Because this was, of course, Netflix came along like uh, to kill like Blockbuster, you know? Oh, yeah. And Family Video. Uh-huh. Uh, and Family Video. Absolutely. The last of the fucking holdouts. But um, so that, that was the other thing, you know, like uh, with the, the rise of like the 80s and stuff. We got the video store and then DVDs and whatnot. And uh, so then Netflix came along and was like, hey, man, like we'll just we'll just mail the shit to you. Like, you don't even have to, like, have a membership to the store or worry about it being out. Like, you put your name on the fucking list, and when it's available, we'll fucking send it to you. And it was a great fucking setup. Like, it was, like, I, I loved that fucking setup. You know, like, hey. And they, and they had that setup. They just canceled that recently. Like, physical fucking DVDs, which sucks, because you could still get basically everything from physical fucking DVDs. But then, yeah. That's true. But then, yeah, they started being like, hey, like, you can, uh, if you want, you can just, like, pay us this monthly fee, this extra fee, and you can have access to it on your computer too. Like all of the stuff. And it was like, and computers were starting to be, you know, well enough where it's like, Oh yeah, no, I can do that. And you know, smart TVs and we were hooking all that together. So yeah, that shit just took off. Like, yo, you can just, you just pay this fucking money. It's in your house all the fucking time. Yeah. And not like that. And that was the thing too, not just movies, TV shows as well. I remember I watched, I think, I think I watched like all of family guy when I was like 13 because like maybe 14 because we just we just had that shit and i was like it's just there you can just do that shit yeah netflix Um, just has fucking everything like hey how many seasons of this do you want to watch and that was the other thing like in their early days like uh especially when they started producing like their own early content they didn't like the word binging because they you know thought of it associated with uh binge eating and they, they thought that that is negative. So their early fucking people would tell people like, oh, you can watch it at your own pace, you know. But then once they realized that motherfuckers just love to fucking like power watch it, they're like, oh, yeah, binge your favorite fucking shows, whatever. <laughs> they like 100 percent leaned into it. But yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, that's like what it became, you know, good for being like, hey, well, man, if like, do, do you want to power watch some family guy or. Uh, they've got like every fucking movie on here. Yeah. Like, that shit was fucking dope. But then, yeah, it started splitting off Hulu. Hulu was the big second one. I remember Hulu was the, Hulu was the second one that followed it. And then I don't, and then it just kind of, it snowballed from there. Cause then Disney wanted to make their own streaming service and they did. 
HBO, you know, has their own streaming service. Amazon. Amazon, you know, with Prime. And all of them wanted, and that was the thing too, all of them wanted to have like their own unique thing. Netflix has their own shows. Hulu has their originals, you know. Amazon Prime has its own shows and, you know, programs and shit. So it splintered people so much, and now we are right back to the pirating days. Yeah. And here's the other thing, though, too, about like the streamers not really sharing their fucking numbers is they get a lot of, they get a lot of fucking money. You know, they're fucking really fucking wealthy companies, and they produce a lot of fucking content, you know, because that's basically just their model, you know, like just keep producing shit and be like, eh, see what, you know, looks good or whatever. So once they do start having to share their numbers and I don't know, I imagine they probably will at some point, like there'll be like a retraction. The market's flooded right now because that was basically the model for everybody. I mean, look at Marvel. Like they put out so much shit that dude had to make a fucking quote. Like, Hey, we realize we put out a lot of things, so we're going to focus on making good stuff instead of, making a lot of stuff like oh you you should have started with that fucking concept but yeah you should so, have opened with that but yeah so they're putting out like a lot of shit and you know, you know that that produce that uh, in some cases allows like strange and like new stuff to come along and in other cases allows the most blandest stuff because they put out a lot of reality shows are cheap and easy to produce and that's probably what, that's probably what we're in store for uh, here this next like upcoming season is a lot of fucking reality shows and there's a reality star who's actually pushing for reality TV show actors to like form a union and like get a contract because they don't like that's like that's the reason that uh, reality TV like went crazy the last time was because of the last uh, writer strike they were like oh well if we don't have writers we'll just make reality TV and that doesn't need a fucking writer so, so so but yeah no, there's somebody who's trying to move for them to form a union too and I mean, honestly, I think everyone should have a union, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we here at Who's Your Brother 100% support the unions. We we support unions around here. Uh, oh, uh, except for police unions. Well, yes. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Cap. <laughs> Just in uh, case. Well, uh, we're hitting close to the one hour mark. Uh, <laughs> we did manage to just talk about uh, the unions for the entire episode. Go us. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, killing it out here. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, uh, since we're getting close to the end, I'll, I'll always ask you first now, Evan, since uh, you did have some one time. Uh, did you have any shade to throw? Uh, you know what? No shade this time around, but I would like to say something positive. Um, oh, okay. Always good. Yeah, you know what? We're gonna we're, we'll we'll do a little uh, we'll do a little rope dope. I'll say something positive, and you can do your two disses. So. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, so this is this is just like a very simple thing. Um, to all of our listeners out there, especially our younger listeners, but you know what? Fuck it. Older listeners too. Uh, anyone out there, as soon as this episode ends, whatever service you use, go listen to the song Zombie by, by the Cranberries. That song came on the radio while I was doing my deliveries the other day. And dude, that song fucking kicks ass. That song rules. Like, holy shit. I had forgotten just how fucking amazing that song is. Seriously, just, just as soon as this ends, the second it ends... Zombie by the Cranberries. Go listen to it. Do it. I do like Great that. W- I do like that we've uh, had some music recommendations the past two episodes too. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope everybody listened to UFO Saloon because it's it's a banger. Uh, it's but, a it's a club banger. Yeah, but uh, you're absolutely right. Cranberries uh, Zombie is an amazing song. The cover that came out a few years back was also really good, but the the original, of course, is just super. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So time for disses. So uh, first up, Nancy Reagan, uh, according 
to the uh, unauthorized biography uh, by uh, Miss Kelly that we continually reference. Uh, uh, Nancy was uh, pretty uh, cruel to uh, apparently her father, her real father, Kenneth Robbins. Uh, she uh, falsely asserted that he was a Princeton University graduate from a well-to-do family, at the same time claiming he was a ne'er-do-well who had deserted her at birth because she had really just taken a shine to the, the dude her mom remarried. She even, like, changed her last name to his last name. Uh, but she conveniently leaves out all the efforts that he tried uh, to keep in touch with her, like, after uh, her mom remarried and she just fucking ignored him, so... Nancy Reagan, Uber cut. Fuck you. Good riddance. Goodbye and be dead. Uh, well said. Well said. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And on to Elon. All right. So, uh, <laughs> of course, there's always some Elon stuff, but uh, we'll just uh, stick to the basics and the finances. Twitter has lost nearly half of its advertising revenue since Elon took over, as reported by the BBC four days ago. And also, uh, Elon recently lost $20 billion uh, in wealth uh, when Tesla stock dropped by uh, over 9 fucking percent. So, haha, fuck you, Elon. Even though, of course, he's still worth billions and billions and we'll never even notice. But still, fuck you, Elon. Oh, man. It's you know what it's 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 still fun to hear the little worms struggling and squirming. It's 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 good to hear. It does my cold heart good. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, uh, hopefully his stock continues to crash, and uh, eventually he lives in poverty on the streets. That'd be nice. That would be nice. I doubt it though. Go to drink. Yeah, no, uh, that that that's some far off reality. He's gonna die wealthy. Like on a yacht or something stupid, because 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 that's the way life works. Uh, the planet is on fire, and that guy gets to be a, a dick cheese. Okay, well, I think that's uh, I think that's good enough. I think that'll wrap us up. Uh, so, I guess uh, until next time, keep bringing the chaos and support the unions. God damn, well said, well said. Be gay, do crimes.